Holy cow, it's week two and the season's already over. I'm your host, Eddie Hankins, with your other host, Max Bacon. You're, you sound way too happy, way too happy after lo- after losing to the Cowboys, a, a rookie fourth-round quarterback-led Cowboys team. I have had some time to cool off. I'm really glad we didn't record on probably Monday through Wednesday, or it would have just been a sad, bashing episode. Um, I, I had a little time to reflect. <laughs> uh, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm not. I am so cold on the Redskins right now. I, I, I don't, I don't know that they're gonna. That this is the week they're gonna get better. I think there's a highly, high likely. Hood that they go 0-3, and at that point, I I think the season's pretty much over. I don't know of too many teams in the past 20 years that have uh, recovered from that. We have some major issues, um, and actually I have a little tidbit of information based on what you were saying there. The last team to start the season 0-3 and make the playoffs were the 1998 Buffalo Bills. Is that the... Frank Reich. I, I'm not sure. I didn't go that far into it, but I would imagine you're probably right. I think it was like during the Frank Reich. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, like uh, uh, 0-2 st- at home, uh, 0-1 in the division. Uh, it's it's not looking good. Kirk Cousins. Lost. He's got to do better. He's got to do better. <laughs> There's. Uh, he's he's he doesn't look worth a dime. He looks like the Kirk from the early 2015 and just throwing stupid picks, just crippling game-ending picks. That the, the Cowboys pick reminded me of the pick last year uh, in the Atlanta Falcons game. Yeah, he looks kind of scared out there. Like, I mean, he's still putting up numbers as far as yards, but like the turnovers is what kill us because yeah, they're... Like, cr- he's like top three in yardage, I think. Yeah, it's like, but it's at a crucial point in the game where these turnovers are happening and it always seems to turn into a score because our defensive line's like a wet paper bag. Uh, I mean, or worse. Yeah. They, like, uh, <laughs> I, I mean, but he's he's missing throws that he's made previously. Uh, that, that, uh, that early throw that he missed to Crowder just... That could have been tone setting. Yeah, the place would have went ballistic. Um, and, and I th- and I think he missed two, uh, two other long balls uh, to Deshaun Jackson. How do you overthrow Deshaun Jackson? I know that's crazy. Yeah, he's got a cannon. I don't know if he had the wind behind him when he was making those throws, but one throw he threw it like seventy yards. I, I was like, Which there, there must have been wind because he's his arm is generally pretty noodly. <laughs> yeah, I, I was like, that's insane. Um, and then he underthrew Dotson when he was wide open. Um, yeah, I mean, he hit the long ball, but he underthrew him. Yeah, I mean, good, good on Doxon for uh, for adjusting and making that catch too. Yeah, I like to see that. I like to see him getting his experience early, considering he was a first rounder. He should be playing. Um, you know, even if we did happen to go to zero three, it's kind of extenuating circumstances considering the state of the NFC East. Um, it wouldn't help sending the Giants to be three and zero, but. Um, it feels like one of those years where an eight and eight team could win the division, seeing how play things play out. Maybe I mean the the NFL is so weird. Uh, maybe the Giants are really good, and we just don't know it yet. Uh, I, I mean, you wouldn't think that from their play in the first two games necessarily. Uh, they almost lost to the Cowboys. The Redskins did lose to the Cowboys. Yeah. Uh, it, it just uh, 
the, their running game's not very good, but the Redskins' rushing defense is piss poor. Just it's terrible. Yeah, it's terrible. They 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 run at will against the Redskins' defense. Yeah, they did, and our worst nightmare came true. We got to see the Alfred Morris home run swing. He put the he put the nail in the coffin. Yeah, he put the nail in the coffin. Probably felt good and to him. I, I probably, but probably maybe not. Like, Bittersweet. Uh, he doesn't seem like a vindictive guy. He was hanging out with. Uh, he always had this crew uh, at FedEx Field that he talked to before games, and it was people that worked in the stadium. He would go talk to them. They had like a group of like five people or so, and uh, he would just hang out with them before the game. Uh, so he actually hung out with them when he came in, and uh, and like like we said, he, he was cheering for the Redskins when they were playing the Steelers on Monday night uh, on Twitter. Uh, he didn't want to leave the Redskins. I think if, if it was up to him, he'd still be in Washington. I don't know why he's not. If you look at our running backs currently, uh, still pisses me off. It's it's terrible, and the Cowboys don't even use them that much. We actually have a uh, pretty high yard per carry stat. Um, I was looking at it the other day. It was like five-something, but we've only ran the ball a league low 29 times. It's because... Yeah, they they say they want to be a balanced team. Jay Gruden says a lot of things. He's said a lot of things since he's been here. But if you look at his history in Cincinnati, what was he known for? Passing. Throwing the ball a lot, like 40-plus times a game. That's why A.J. Green is a stud. (laughs) Yeah, like, uh, and the Redskins don't have that yet. Like, I hope Josh Doxson is that, you know? Mm -hmm. I, I hope he can be that that good if he's aj green then awesome the redskins have set at receiver for a while right with a target like that but it just yeah it's <laughs> they're bad they're bad right now and he he's not a balanced coach and asking kirk to win a game like that is it's not a recipe for success yeah let me ask you a question um who do you think's more at fault for the loss kirk cousins or the defensive line Equal. I know that sounds like a cop out, but equal probably. They were both. They were both bad. I mean, he he couldn't get anything done uh, in the red zone, and they just couldn't stop anybody. Yeah, and even after the pick, they drove the ball like eighty plus yards down the field easily. I mean, they did have some penalties in their favor on that drive, but we didn't do anything to stop him either at the same time. And and Ezekiel Elliott, if he wouldn't have fumbled uh, and gotten taken out of the game, he probably would have had 150 yards. Uh, the Reds, and what's what's killing me in the game, too, is there's no adjustments. And there's a quote after the game, uh, Ricky Jean Francois said something like, adjustments, I don't feel like we made adjustments. I don't know who's in charge of that, but I don't feel like we ever do or something like that. Yeah, you uh, could tell. <laughs> and and that and that and that's really telling that, he doesn't know who's who's uh, there to make adjustments and why they don't. Yeah, and then like uh, there was a player laying on the field, and the announcer says, "Oh, this isn't good. If uh, he's down on the field, then they only have three active defensive linemen left to go into the game." And I'm like thinking, "Oh, great game planning." And uh, Trent Murphy showed up. He put his hand down, and uh, he's actually played really well the first couple games, surprisingly. Yeah, yeah, he's he's been okay. Uh, and uh, this this week could get worse because Chris Baker is one of three players on the questionable list. If he's if he's out, that puts them pretty thin, and that's one of their best defensive linemen right there. Mm-hmm. I, I, and, and I still don't know why they haven't signed Pot Roast. It's better than anybody else on the defensive line. I didn't think he played that bad last year. I didn't think he was great, but I mean he's sitting at home. I'm sure surely he would take not much veteran minimum. 
Yeah, like why not? Yeah, hashtag like, uh, pot roast to DC. That's uh, they, we got We got to keep zero it to lose. They have zero to lose with that, uh, in my opinion. Uh, I didn't think he was uh, outstanding, but I didn't think he was that bad. Last night. Yeah, um, defensive line was awful. Um, we did kind of surprise a lot of people and uh, move Norman around in the fourth quarter to cover Dez. Um, he was kind of getting the best of Breland. Um, Breland's had a rough couple first games. For good of a camp as he reportedly had, he has looked horrible. This has been his worst season thus far. Yeah, we for sure. And we, I mean, we had Bashad Breeland Day last year after the Cowboys game, like when he shut down Des Bryant. Like he was yeah. on all the radio shows, and I mean, it was insane. And just this has shocked me this year. I, I just knew we were solid at one and two at the corner position, and he's just at least norman has been everything uh as advertised yeah top rated corner in the league right now fantastic uh the strip the strip on that uh fumble uh good great great football player move yeah like uh you 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 can't teach that exactly yeah they were saying he um he was rated at this point in the season for carolina 87.2 whatever that rating means and this year he's 91.4 at this point in the season so he's having an even better season uh, and I I look forward to see what happens this game. I know he's probably going to be on Odell quite a bit. Uh, I I don't know if they've announced that he was going to follow him around or anything. Have they? Yeah, th- that was that's the word. Um, I'm not sure if they're just throwing that out there as a smokescreen or if he's really going to follow him around. Um, you know, it may just be something to try to get in Beckham's head. I and and honestly, uh, I I hope uh, I hope Norman trash talks him because it seems like Beckham is really bothered by it. Oh yeah, like, uh, and and Norman seems like he can he really gets inside his head just like trash talking him. And if you can you can throw him off his game, do it. Like I don't I don't care if it's mentally or physically, you got to do it. But knock Beckham off his game because if they don't have Beckham, uh I I don't think that they beat the Redskins. No, I I agree. Um, well, even with Victor Cruz and like Victor Cruz trying to stir some crap up this week, uh I guess so. Norman will follow around. Uh, Beckham leaving him on Bashad Breeland. Maybe he thinks he's going to have a big game. Ah, okay. That makes sense. Um, yeah, it's, that's my conspiracy theory of the week. <laughs> I mean, we're really, if if we have Beckham or um, Norman shutting down Beckham, um, we can really focus on stopping the run. Um, Rashad Jennings and Shane Vereen really just have to key on those two and just not let them have the kind of game that D'Angelo Williams and uh, the two Dallas running backs had on us. Uh, for sure, and they're gonna have to get uh, exotic in their blitzes. They're gonna ha- they're not gonna get there by sending four or even five. Yeah, they <laughs> like uh, they're they're gonna have to they're gonna have to get in there with some stunts and some twists and actually uh, scheme it up really well. It just and, seems and sometimes like they're gonna have to send the house. They, they're gonna have to go zero blitz. Yeah, it seems like um, they couldn't figure out. Um, how Dallas had the game plan. I was talking to my buddy Wes during the game and he was just like calling out like what they were going to do. And uh, it was like on third down and short every time play action, dump it over our blitzing linebackers. It was like so obvious because they kept doing it. And uh, it's like Barry yeah, couldn't like, figure uh, it out. The linebackers look like those uh, freaking uh, uh, windsock dolls that Bailey has in wrestling. Their arms flapping up in the air, like uh, just just freaking useless. Yeah, useless play after play. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, I mean it's like they depend on Kerrigan to do too much. It's like they want Kerrigan to get to the get to him, and that's uh, it. The, 
they're going to have to make some adjustments, though, uh, because what they're doing isn't working at all. No, no. Um, there was some bright spots in the game. Um, you know, we, we did make some good stops. Um, the pass defense looked pretty good, uh, except on the short stuff. Uh, we didn't really allow any big plays. Um, you know, Crowder going deep and uh, stuff like that, just kind of getting people off his normal short route, quick route game was pretty cool. I just hope they watch film of Eli Manning, that stupid little sh- shoulder shrug he does when he gets rattled, that shakes people off, that he throws it, and David Tyree catches it on his helmet. Yeah. <laughs> like, like that's all he does. He does that little, and it's kind of like Romo does, but like a, a little bit more Manning-y. <laughs> just that little sh- shoulder shrug. Mm-hmm. And like, it just like, the Redskins look like freaking scarecrows in the wind. <laughs> like it's pathetic it's pathetic they've, they've got to do better than that that's his one freaking move he's not mobile no i'd like watch, to, watch some tape jesus he needs to get hit quite a few times and get him off of his game he'll throw some picks if we can do that uh yeah and uh, i hope he challenges norman and i hope norman makes him pay uh i hope he gets i hope he does something early i hope it gets into beckham's head throws them off their game and hopefully Kirk can capitalize on that. But I'm not, I'm not, I'm not thinking that's going to happen because Kirk has always had bad games against the giants. He's got a history of bad games against the giants. I think one of his uh, four, four interception games. Yep. I remember that. Yeah, uh, Year before last was against the giants. And he's just, especially in the Meadowlands, the Redskins are terrible and the new Meadowlands stadium, their, their record is horrible right now. Yeah, I'll never forget that game. We went to, we were flying into Fort Lauderdale that night, and I was just dying to get to the hotel so uh, I could get to the game. And right when we walked in, there, the TV on the bar was showing the game, and I'm all hyped up. And then it was just one pick after another. Uh, he's got to have that in his head a little bit, and just hopefully correct it this time around. He's got to. He's got to do better. The play calling's got to be better. Like after after the game, uh, I just. I have little faith in the coaching staff. I have little faith in Kirk Cousins. And I have little faith in the defensive line. Yeah, and we're very unbalanced. It's like uh, we we don't run the ball enough, and then we can't stop the run. It's like we can only do one thing on both sides, and that's pass and defend the pass. Yeah, uh, I'm not not off uh, the path that they're going on, I think. McLuhan has obviously made the team better uh, as far as depth. I think it's on the right path. It's going to take more than, you know, two off seasons with him as GM to fix the things that have gone on here. Uh, I think winning the division last year was kind of a, it was a good thing and it was a bad thing. It was a good thing because it got the town excited about the Redskins a little bit again. Uh, It was a bad thing because it set expectations a little bit too high for this year. Uh, Mine included, maybe. Yeah, I know. Me too. And, um, read an article the other day. It was just pretty much reminding us that McClellan said, we're not going to turn this around in one year or two. He said, it's going to take a while to build a franchise team, a team that's going to be good for years to come. It's not going to happen overnight. And like you said, the division win just had our hopes way up and we shouldn't be surprised at this point, honestly. No, not at all. Uh, but we'll see. Maybe they'll get hot. I know they got hot at the end of last year, and that's that's why they went to the playoffs. 
Yeah, and, could uh, happen again. Kirk may be a second half player. Uh, perhaps, perhaps. Uh, but then again, uh, they didn't win a game against a team with a winning record last year. Yeah, and they still haven't. <laughs> he didn't beat. He didn't beat anybody. They at can, all. they can do it tomorrow. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, I I hope they do because this is uh, it's it is a code burgundy. It is <laughs> it is bad. Things yeah, are getting bad. Uh, there's already uh, r- rumors of uh, uh, just people people angry at Kirk in the locker room. People people getting angry in general, and then we have uh, former Washington Redskin of four years, Keenan Robinson, uh, talking in in an interview. Just saying that's typical Washington. Yeah, pointing the fingers. Uh, it seemed like the most pissed off person uh, was Pierre Garcon. He showed it on the field. Um, I don't know what happens in the locker room, but because he was wide open in the end zone. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I mean, Dukey and Nacho tweeted that they're not just running their mouth for no reason. And why and... isn't he starting? I'm not 100% sure. Not like he's, the past game's been a problem. He's better, than, he's better than David Burton. Yeah, probably so. But um, what, Like, Ed, by, by all accounts at camp, he had a better camp. He can roll, and, he can roll in. I mean, give him and, a break. And Burton hasn't looked good. Like, uh, as far as, like, secondary goes, he's been the weakest link in the secondary. Yeah, maybe, maybe that'll change this time around, depending on what happens. I'm hoping so. They got to do something better because uh, it... it Felt like seven days into the Redskins season, it was already over. You know what I'd like to see this this coming game? Uh, <laughs> a balanced a balanced offense. The Redskins scoring more points than their opponent. Uh, those those were definitely two things I'd like to see. Um, another thing I'd like to see is a a punt return touchdown because you do you know this little trivia for you when our last punt return touchdown was. Um, it is Santana Moss against Detroit. Yes, it was. And that was on October 27th, 2008. Yep. Very nice yeah. that you knew that. 122 yeah, I'm, I'm, games ago. I'm a, I'm a true fan. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, and I love Tana, man. I'm pretty, pretty amazed that you got that. I'm very impressed. I did not tell because, him that answer. I promise. V- very, uh, very few and far between. That's why I remember it. <laughs> and, yeah. and I think like uh, before that, it might have even been uh, Brandon Banks also against uh, Detroit. But I, I think in that same game, he had one called back or something. Yeah, probably so. I guess like, we're, uh, I guess we're just gonna have to play the Lions or something so we can get the, get that done again. <laughs> Uh, I mean, uh, later in the season, later in the season, you'll get that wish. Well, speaking of streaks that were broken, uh, who won in fantasy between me and you this week? I can't remember. You know, uh, every dog finds a bone. Uh, one in one in four tries, I think. <laughs> I don't know what happened before that or anything. Jeez, but, though, uh, like uh, I would have beat almost anybody else. Yeah. Uh, this weekend. Uh, it just one. It's just one of those weeks, I guess. Seems like we've got uh, two of the strongest teams for years to come because it's a keeper league. And I got do. I got douched over. You know that, right? What happened? Uh, I didn't. I didn't know we were having our our, our draft. I didn't know anything about it until I got a. Because uh, I, I that's when I had my emergency uh, crowns or whatever. I guess is when people decided to do that. And then I get like an alert on my ESPN fantasy app saying that the draft is in an hour, and I'm like. What? <laughs> I didn't check any of my keepers. I I didn't get to keep anybody. Oh, seriously? 
Yeah, I, I did get Cam back, who uh, who I had, but the top four picks in the, in the in the fantasy draft were all my top four players. Oh, uh, I see. Yeah, I should have. I should also have Odell Beckham right now. Huh, that, but David got him. That makes sense. Okay. Yeah, and Miller was our our league commissioner. Miller, if you're listening, you suck. <laughs> I think we've said that on this show before. Worst league commissioner ever. McMahon like, would uh, McMahon would fire you for sure. Uh you would have been fired <laughs> and a part of the Kiss My Ass Club long ago. Yes. Long ago, Miller. Uh, I, and I hope you're listening because you suck. <laughs> but but I do I do love you. I do love you. Speaking of uh speaking of sucking, how about uh you and Kenny in our hog in the mic pick'em that we're doing right now because sizzling bacon is sitting on the top in the top 99.5 percent with 23 picks correct y'all are trailing behind i've I've just i've just had an off off couple weeks kenny's a ravens fan by the way kenny kenny is no longer with us he is now you can find him uh on your zune uh the zune casts uh and uh, i think it was calling the mic or something like that and ranting ranting, ranting ravens, on the ravens something like that he's a ravens fan um see ya <laughs> i never never saw that coming uh you know it's you should have known and after the the orioles national switch he's just uh he's not loyal that's uh kenny alvo for you these bros ain't loyal yeah <laughs> oh well oh well um, but uh yeah let's uh what what do you what do you give me give me your grade real quick and just like a quick hit on each each side of the ball each face yeah um for the offense um it, it was middle of the road uh, i would give them a c um the overthrows like you said really killed us and um i did have a proud parent moment during the during the game i was uh when Crowder scored his touchdown, I, you know, I stood up and I'm like, Crowder! And my little girl, she doesn't say much of anything yet. And uh, she, Except when she's angry uh, that the Redskins lose to the Steelers on Monday night like last yeah, game. Yeah, she was very angry after the last game, too. And uh, But yeah, I yelled, Crowder! And she goes, crack, crack, crack! <laughs> and so uh, I was like, ah! That counts. Good job, counts. good job, you know? That counts. I think she thought I said cracker and wanted a snack, but I don't know. Uh, you, need to, you need to get that on. Uh, hopefully, she's not calling. You don't want her to be a Ravens fan. No, nah. I should uh, need to get that on. Uh, get, make a vine of that and send it to Crowder on uh, on the Twitter machine. I, I will. I'll tweet him and tell him I'll have one for him if he does it again. Make him famous. <laughs> oh man! And um, defense uh, as bad as the defensive line looked and letting Dallas score twenty seven points. I'm going to give a, a D minus. And uh, special teams was, again, pretty uneventful. And field goals didn't have to worry about. Would like to see a touchdown here and there. So, A-. minus. All right, Kirk. Kirk. And, uh, and uh, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and uh, put him on the hot seat. Kirk, and I want a Gruden. I want to I wanna, – actually, I want a whole coaching staff grade. All right. Kirk, um, I mean, he pr- played a decent game overall. The uh, – he should have hit those passes, and he shouldn't have thrown those interceptions. Can I ask you a question? What's that? Did he lose the game to the Redskins? Um, not single-handedly. Uh, I think he was a good part of it, but the defense was another another good part because if they would have had a stop or got another turnover, it wouldn't have been as big of an issue. Um, so Kirk gets a C minus, and uh, the coaching staff gets a Q. 
<laughs> for questionable. Que- a D for doubtful. <laughs> uh, just terrible. terrible. Put him on the uh, IR. I'm, I'm, my defense, I'm going a D minus, uh, literally a point away from an F. Uh, Josh Norman is the only thing that I see out there that I care about. An HB Kerrigan. Uh, Kerrigan, they need somebody else. Like the, Their pass rush is non-existent. I, I wish Kerrigan uh, the best, but he doesn't have much around him. Yeah. And, and he's not that good to where he's going to do it all by himself, and he never has been. Right. Uh, so we'll see. Uh, with the offense, I'm going to give them a C-1 uh, point away from a D. They were terrible in the red zone, just terrible again. Uh, their their red zone efficiency is not good at all. Uh, good good thing for uh, old uh, Hawker uh, or Hopkins or whatever. Uh, he's uh, he's got a good kicker. Yeah, yeah, we do have <laughs> we a got, good kicker. Got, got good got got good special teams players. Yeah, we're not uh, we're not our, running the ball enough. That's for sure. Oh yeah, our specialists are fantastic. Uh, whatever, uh, Kirk. I'm going to give him a C minus. Uh, same grade as the offense. He's just, he's not there. He's not there. Uh, right now, Glowin looks like a genius. Just a genius for not signing him to a multi-year deal and uh, putting putting the Redskins' future uh, in, a, in a possible crippling state uh, for a ham sandwich. He couldn't. Put, he couldn't handle the pressure of RG three even being active. Like playing for a contract, just to me, doesn't seem like a good idea for him to try to do. Yeah, I mean, uh, that, I guess that's one thing he doesn't have to worry about is uh, outplaying RG three this year. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little bit, a little bit of stress off of him because that guy's already flushed his life and uh, career down the toilet. Yeah, and his non-broken marriage, according to his Twitter. Oh, geez. we'll, we'll talk about the. Uh, the downfall of Robert Griffin the third next week when we uh, do the matchup against the Browns, even though he's not even going doesn't to play. technically have anything to do with it, but that's part of the point. <laughs> uh, and then I'm going to go with Gruden and the whole coaching staff. Uh, terrible. I'm going to give him an F. Yeah. Coaching staff gets an F. Uh, special teams gets an gets an A because I didn't I didn't think about them and they they got the onside kick didn't go over ten yards so that's fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, but coaching gets an F. Uh, no adjustments. Joe Barry's terrible. Gruden, terrible play caller. Very unbalanced. Should know his quarterback better than to know to put all that weight on his shoulders. But unable to bear the brunt of it. Can't do it. Can't do it. Kirk's not that guy. Agreed. Uh, oh, well, that's just the way it is. And this is just the way it is. We we gotta we gotta keep our pockets straight. We gotta keep our bank accounts flush. We've gotta keep baby Mila in diapers. So enjoy these ads. Want some wrestling excitement? Uh, we'll snap into an episode of the Blue Bar Cage. Yeah, retro pay-per-view breakdowns, body slam in action, and all sorts of other shenanigans. So get on your Google machine and head on over to BlueBarCage.com. Yeah, find us in iTunes or on your favorite podcasting app. Dig it!
Hey y'all, it's me, Rodney St. George, the owner and proprietor of Magnus and Such. It's the dog days of summer, but we've got a way for you to beat the heat. Our annual end of summer sale. Heading to the beach soon? Come on in and stock up on everyone's favorite summertime snack, iceberg lettuce. It's got ice right in the name, so you know it'll be refreshing to bite into when you're sitting on the beach soaking up the sun. Also, if you run out of sunscreen, you can just get some rubber bands and strap a bunch of lettuce leaves to your face and body to protect you from harmful UV rays. The end of summer also means that the little ones will be heading back to school soon, and you know you're going to need the number one item on all teachers' supply lists, paper! Magnets and such has any kind of paper you could want. College ruled? I got it. Graphing paper? I got that too. Papyrus? I don't have it in the store, but I got a guy in Egypt. I can get it for you. But be warned, we do not carry other school supplies. It's just paper. We don't have pens. We don't have pencils, folders, backpacks. It's just paper. Stop asking. For the love of God, stop asking. We just carry paper and lettuce. It's right in the name. So before that chill in the air arrives, end your summer the right way with a visit to us here at Magnets and Such. What's up, y'all? It's everyone's favorite bacon, and I got to tell you about a sizzling new site called Bpop, best player on planet. From the creators of Home Team Scouts, Bpop is a site with legit player and team merchandise for all NFL fans. They're adding new stuff for each team all the time. And best of all, if you use promo code HTTR16, you will get 15% off your entire order. And you can't beat that. Find them on Twitter at Best Player Today and head on over to bestplayeronplanet.com to find you some fresh new NFL gear right now. Those were great. Those were great. Everybody should listen to Blue Bard Cage. I think it's a fantastic podcast. Yeah, and check out uh, that new sponsor. Oh, yeah, that, that new sponsor is great. And use that discount code. Use it. It's on us. Yep, we got it for y'all. We worked hard to get that. Come on. Yeah, yeah, come on. I mean, what do we have to do? Sign into it? Do we have to go into your computer and type it up for you? <laughs> Don't make me. That's an invasion of privacy, but I'll do it. Uh, I think uh, it, it, is, uh, it is a weird time here because the passing of Kenneth J. Paltrow III, um, we, we no longer have a poet laureate of hogging the mic. So we're going to get a little little bit of that Dirty South flavor in here, I hear, uh, by Maxi Maxine Bacon, uh, with a little little bit, of, little bit of rap for us. A little bit of Redskins red rap, rap. Oh, straight God. from the like, South. I am, I am horrified. <laughs> Is it going to be like that, uh, who's that like country singer, that, that horrible, God, like, might be the worst thing I've ever heard. It's like a like half rap, half country singer. What, like Florida Georgia Line? Or uh, no, no, no. It's some dude. I know who you're He's talking horrible. about. Uh, Brantley Gilbert, maybe. Maybe I, I think he played. Uh, he, I think he played the Thursday night thing, like uh, the tailgate for, before the opening game of uh, the season in the NFL. Okay. Oh my god, that that is the worst crap I've ever heard. Is it going to be like that? No, it's way better. Okay, I'm 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 willing to give it a shot. I looked for I looked for a beat. Um, I'm working on a few for next week, but this one's going straight acapella. Oh, uh, you're gonna you're gonna do like acapella, like the black black uh, album version. Yep, the uh, all right, kind of like Eight Mile. Yeah, you're you're no Hova though. But <laughs> I'm gonna get I'm gonna get I'm gonna give you a chance. All right, let's do this. Hit hit us with that fat beat, son. All right, 
We start the season. It ain't looking great. Looking like all we did in off season was eight. Kirk ain't got a clue. Gruden's off on the links. Instead of feeling like Gibbs, too, it's feeling like he stinks. This team's got talent. Ain't no bones about it. But when Jones wants to run, Jay ain't about it, about it. The season was so much. Hopes of becoming a joke. Even Keenan Robinson thought it'd be fun to poke. But I'm telling you what, Keenan, there's a reason you got cut. Because week three, we reset. Kick New York in the nuts. <laughs> <laughs> I should have known you would be way into this. Being a... <laughs> Uh, I, I should have known you would have been way, way too into that. That's straight John Cena out there for you. <laughs> that's he wrote that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah did you, did, uh, did he lift his uh, restraining order against you on Twitter? <laughs> <laughs> he should. He should love you, John. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, that is in in all the ways he means that. <laughs> and you won't see him. Before he sees you, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> I gotta, hey. I gotta wipe, cool my mic off here. It's on fire. Oh, shoot, spitting hot fire like Dylan. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Ugh. That that was crazy. That like I think you're running all the the segments here on on hogging the mic this week. Yeah. Because it is it is now time for another sizzling rendition of Max Bacon's six sizzling keys to victory. Ooh. Smells good. It smells good. Like uh, I, I needed some breakfast. That ain't turkey bacon, that's for sure. Yeah, it's none of that uh kosher bacon. It's some people like it's uh, Max bacon. All right, give give me that first slab. The first slab of bacon. Stop the damn run. Simple. Uh, uh and the Giants aren't good at running the ball. Uh, but this is their get right get right game. Guaranteed. Yeah, that's never been their forte. They're kind of one of those Redskins-like teams that want to throw the ball constantly, but we'll see. I mean, if they watched any of our first two games, they'll know they can run. This is going to be their get-right game. Watch. Trust me. I am so low on the Redskins right now. I am selling. So I'm low, you're selling. so low. You're selling from the seller. I'm, I'm, I'm saving my 401k for something better. I'm, I'm reinvesting, rediversify my portfolio. <laughs> I don't blame you one bit, honestly, at this point, especially if we All go right. in three. Uh, we'll get to the predictions. Give me, give me that second slab of bacon. Uh, second is establish our own run game. We need an identity. Yeah, run game identity and be balanced. You're an NFC East team, for God's sakes. Be an NFC East team. We are the Redskins. We are famous for running the ball. It's like, come on. We have 29 rushes. That's like by far the league low. I mean. And and yeah, like I I don't need you to get like uh, uh, that one year in the 80s when Gibbs ran the ball. It was something like 44 times a game average. It was something something insane that, that would never happen today. Like I'm not, I'm not asking for that. Just be balanced we're asking like, for it I, and don't do it in stupid situations like that uh, that offense works better if it's if it's uh predicated on on the play action and kirk's good at play action yeah he is and um <laughs> speaking of play action why don't why don't we ever run play action in the freaking red zone all we do is throw fades oh my god Oh my god! <laughs> it's like they're trying to the play calling. They're avoiding turnovers more than anything. I mean, that's that's uh, all the fade route is. It's like fifty percent well, catch and 50% I know that's going part of the bounds. reason they got Josh Doxson is he's a bigger receiver and they want him to go up on that. 
the ball placement was terrible. It was on his inside shoulder or low almost every time. Lucky it wasn't picked. Yeah. Yeah, very lucky. Uh, it just a waste. A waste of a down. Why weren't you going after uh, Jordan Reed? Yeah. He's almost unstoppable in a, in a matchup nightmare down there. He's had... Or Vernon Davis, who's proven he can break tackles. He's still got it if you get him the ball. Jordan Reed has had, I think I read, three targets in the red zone this year. Makes Get your no head sense. out of your butt. I hope that's one of your points. <laughs> Is that, was that another... Was that a third slab of bacon? Was it like... Get your head out of your butt, Jay Gruden, on your play call. It's basically what we talked about. It's capitalize on turnovers and red zone opportunities. It's like, get your head out of your butt. Whenever you get a gift, take it and run with it. Whenever take you take advantage of it, score seven. Yes. And then whenever I hear that's the best way to go up quickly on an opponent and beat them is to score touchdowns instead of field goals. We know I don't know if you I don't know if you've heard that. We know Hopkins is good, guys, but you we don't have to show him off. Everybody already knows he's good. Let's just let him stay on the sidelines and do the kickoffs. Yeah. Maybe. Good God. <laughs> uh, give me that. Give me that fourth slab. Fourth slab. Uh, I'd like to see our team eliminate turnovers, penalties, and stupid mistakes. Uh, we looked very undisciplined again. And that's not just Kirk Cousins, right? No, no. I mean, even that play at the end of the game that cost us ten seconds—that was huge. That's the difference between three plays and one. Uh, yeah, that stupid mistake. And then we had false starts. We had offsides. I mean, it was just... always at the most inopportune times. Yeah, yeah. Always at the worst timing possible. Yep. Uh, just they—they they look undisciplined. They look poorly coached. Yeah. They look bad. They look bad. Uh, give me that uh, fifth slab of bacon, or as the French say, sank bacon. The fifth slab of bacon. I want to see us own Odell Beckham and. On the other side, Breland has got to do some work. Step up, be a man, guard somebody. Yeah, be the Bashad Breland of the Dallas game last year. Yeah, because you're not you're not going to get that help from the pass rush. It's it's been proven. So you're not you can't depend on that as a as a receiver. Nope. You're going to have to trust in 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 your other guys in the secondary to help you out and cover their, their zone or whatever their responsibility is. And he, he's going to have to do that himself. He's going to have to step up and be a man. Yeah, he is. I mean, that's all there is to it. Simple as that. And I think and I he's proven he can be. He's just going to have to do it again. Yeah, he's. they say he still has his confidence, say he still has his swag, so let's let's see it translate to success on the field. Yeah, I don't want to have, like, images of Josh Wilson in my head when I see 26 getting burnt. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's Come sad. On, yeah, give me give me that last slab of bacon. Uh, the last slab of bacon we kind of touched on a little bit earlier. Uh, we got to rattle Eli's confidence, put a few hits on him, uh, cause a couple picks or turnovers, and you know he gets shaken. You can you can really get stuff done against him. And they need to watch the what? Play action. The shoulder shrug. <laughs> the shoulder shrug. That. <laughs> yeah, that too. Gosh, dang. Shoulder shrug. Just watch it. That's his only move. And they I, always just fall on their face. <laughs> I, I would like to say, the last two weeks, I think I counted that we've maybe done one of the six sizzling keys in each game, and we happen to lose. So maybe if we could just do three or four out of those six, we can win a game Sunday. That, that would be uh, optimal. 
<laughs> I mean, liter- I, I, literally. I was looking back. And, and, I'm like, they didn't do any of this stuff. Yeah, and it, it would be. Uh, it's not hard. It's pretty basic stuff. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Uh, what's what's Vegas's line on this game? Um, well, it's been sitting at Giants minus four, four and a half all week. Um, they dropped the line to three and a half today, and it's over under forty six. And that's three and a half at home, right? Yeah, Giants are at home. So that's a pretty much the the Vegas thinks this is almost a pick'em game, pretty much. Yeah, uh, yeah, I, I say they think we're pretty much equal teams. That kind of reflected um, at the beginning of the year. They had a, um, you could bet on who would win the NFC East. Um, the Giant, well, originally I think Dallas was the favorite until Romo went down, and then they dropped to like third. Then they have the Giants now in the lead uh, with us just slightly behind them. Uh, it's, uh, it's a different NFC East. And if you, uh, I saw some meme going around this week of, and it just said, uh, who's the worst uh, quarterback in the NFC East? And there was a picture of uh, Dak and uh, Eli and uh, what's-his-face, uh, Wentz yeah. and uh, Cousins. Uh, and, and, and just like a little a little Brady Bunch uh, four-square picture. <laughs> and uh, it, right now, uh, through two games, it's pretty obvious who the worst quarterback is. Yeah, they're all pointing at, at Kirk. Um, uh-huh. But I, my... My buddy, the the guy that uh, runs home team scouts and uh, B pop, he is a uh, he he thinks and he's he's very knowledgeable in football. He thinks the NFC East is going to fall asleep on Cousins, and then he's going to kind of do work and shock everybody um, coming up very soon. So I'm hoping that that's true. I, I'm I'm going to keep my fingers crossed. I don't have. Uh... Much reason to have too much faith, though, I don't think. Yeah, I mean, I hope he's right, but, I mean, based on what we saw last year, we know he can do it. It's just, will he? Will he get his confidence uh, back? Can he do it, and can he do it consistently? Because we haven't seen consistency out of Kirk. He's not Kirk. He's not Captain Consistency, that's for sure. Yeah, like, uh, give me me a whole season of consistency. That's what I asked for all last year. Every time we talked, all I asked for was consistency. Yeah. And, and he's never done that. He's never done that. Like, I mean, yeah, he was good through the last eight games of the season. Give me a whole season. That's being consistent. Yeah, we're kind of struggling um, with consistency early in the year with Kirk. Uh, last year, he was consistent the last eight games or so. So let's. I want to see him start that a little earlier. And the year before that, they hit eject on it. Because, I mean, uh, he started uh, the first game and then had a couple games in and then got benched for McCoy. Yeah, I mean, it kind of needed to happen. It seemed like it kind of lit a fire under his butt. Yeah, uh, the, and there's already been calls for McCoy <laughs> by several <laughs> Redskins fans. The I, backup quarterback's no. always the most popular uh, bench player to the fans. Uh, especially in D.C., man. Especially in D.C. <laughs> yeah. So what's your uh, prediction on the game? Uh, oh, man. I'm, I'm like you. It's a Code Burgundy game. Um, for some reason, I feel like we won't go 0-3. Uh, just I predicted at the beginning of the year we'd win this game. I predicted at the beginning of the year we'd win the division. I'm going to stick with that prediction. I think that the Redskins are going to come to play. They got something to prove. I think they're going to win the game 24 
to 17. Jeez. Uh, I feel exactly the opposite. The team hasn't shown me anything to be excited about. Like, I, I can't think of really many positives as a team uh, to, 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 that makes me think that they're going to beat the Giants, a team they've historically had problems with, especially in in the Meadowlands. They weren't they weren't good there at the old Meadowlands Stadium. They haven't been there. They've been good there at the current Meadowlands Stadium. I uh, I don't see the Redskins pulling this one out, and I think it gets ugly uh, and much darker uh, before it gets any better here in DC. It's not the start that anybody uh, kind of projected for the Redskins. I don't believe I'm going to say the Giants 31, the Redskins 24. All right. Well, hopefully I'm right. You're wrong. Uh, and if I'm wrong, I'm never picking the Redskins again. <laughs> and uh, under, and I, I think a matchup to watch that a lot of people aren't talking too much about, Janoris Jenkins against Deshaun Jackson. Uh, right now, you definitely got to give uh, the, the rub to Jackson. Because, like, like when, I heard, when I heard that they were, like, there was a little bit of, like, beef going on there, I'm like, Janoris Jenkins who? Yeah right. Where did where, like uh who who is he even? Where did Jackson end up going in the second half of that Dallas game? By the way, I, that's something I sat there and wondered. Uh, he was lighting up your fantasy scoreboard, and then uh, he disappeared. I would yeah, I would have preferred, uh, even though I was playing, you seeing those numbers keep going up. But I if I had started Crowder, I would have been better. He scored more fantasy points than Deshaun Jackson. He's just got more, um, he seems like he just thinks he's got more to prove. He he out-hustles Jackson, and, uh, I mean, he may have a bigger year overall. Yeah, but they got to use Jackson for what he's made for, and that's home runs. Yeah, and you got to hit you the gotta, home You got to hit him in time. Hit. And hit, they, had him, they had him at least twice during that game. Yeah, they did. He's going to burn people. We just got to capitalize when he does. Yeah, hit him. He will, he will outrun everybody on the field because his top gear is way higher than anybody else's. And the line's given Kirk enough time to make that throw. Yeah. And he's just he's not making a lot of throws that he that he has and should. And I don't I don't know if it's gonna get better. We'll see. It's uh here we are. It's it's only September twenty fourth. <laughs> Happy birthday, mom. Oh mom. I hope <laughs> you're listening. Did she listen? Uh, she listens occasionally. She said she would probably listen to this episode. I talked to her this morning. She's like, I haven't listened to any this year. And she's like, I think I'll Aww. listen to this one. What what a what a sweet lady. <laughs> yeah, we love our listeners. Oh, and we love our moms. Old Mr. T Bacon here. <laughs> Mr. T Bacon. Jeez, uh look at the time. We have this is a, the end of episode three. Uh, this is already the end of the season. <laughs> or, or, Redskin season or hog in the mic season? Uh, maybe. Uh, <laughs> it, it, it has definitely already reached sad cast levels. Yeah, we're back to a sad cast for sure. Glad cast is dead. Well, the village has been raided and burnt. If we win, <laughs> asunder. if we win and, uh, Pittsburgh puts it on Philly, then, uh, it might be a whole That's different tone next week. That's going to be a 50-50 crowd because Pittsburgh is very close to Philly. Yeah, it is. It may even be worse it's, than 50-50. Oh, and the Steelers are going to light them up. Steelers are going to light them up. Like, uh, I, I think Wentz is good, though. Uh, the fact that Wentz and uh, 
Dak are playing so good right now it makes me want to throw up in my mouth. Yeah, I mean, they're the Redskins can't hit on a freaking quarterback to save their lives, and it looks like these two teams, no drop-off, <laughs> might already have theirs. Of course, that's how it always goes, man. <sighs> that luck, that luck. Oh, well, uh, I, 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 I hope things get better, though. I do, too, and uh, I guess you've had a long day of podcasting. Uh, I did. Uh, again, uh, if, if you haven't listened to it, <laughs> if you haven't listened to it, you know, check out Blue Bar Cage. It's it's my favorite podcast, uh, obviously, outside of this one. I listen to it every episode. Very, very entertaining. Uh, wrestling fans, check it out. Yeah, uh, we, we, we've got a, if, if you like wrestling and just nostalgia, it's pretty fun. But uh, here we are at the end of, end of another episode. It's It's been a sad one. I'm, I'm going to go uh, sit on the couch and just cry a little bit, you know. Get your and, crying uh, towel ready for tomorrow because Tennessee's going to put it on Florida today. I hope so. I don't see that happening. I see this being a very dark, bad, sad weekend for me. Oh, man. Hopefully, hopefully when I we talk or we put up the next episode here, uh, it's happier, but I'm doom and gloom. Doom and gloom. If that doom and gloom occurs, I'm going to drive to the beach on Monday and put my head in the sand. <laughs> uh, th- I'm your host, Eddie Jenkins, for your other host, Max Bacon, saying, remember, consistent action creates consistent results. See ya. <laughs>